What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, and here are your hosts, Rob and Devo. So, Rob, growing up, one of my favorite amusement parks to go to was Universal Studios. Okay, you've been to Universal, right? Of course. Uh, and you've you've seen a lot of the the shows like The Water World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back in the day, do you remember the? Uh, Spider-Man one or did you go when they had a Spider-Man one I didn't go when they had the Spider-Man one I think that was like oh shit what was that like 2004 to 2007 ish yeah it was something like that I think yeah um, be- I, I know that I I think it was even earlier than 2004 um because I I remember it when I was I think in sixth grade um where was that was that on the upper lot or the lower lot uh, the upper lot. So you remember, or you know, the um, studio effects? Yes. That it was in that building. Huh. But, uh, and then have you ever been to. Is it to... a ride or a show? It's a show. Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, it, they combined like the backdraft, the old backdraft uh, situation or situation uh, <laughs> show. Show. And then. Um, did all of that, like the special effects that they use for the movies. Gotcha. Um, and then right next door to that is one of my favorite shows, actually, which is uh, like the Animal Planet um, one. Oh, where yeah, they that bring one's out kinda, all the animals. Yeah, that one's pretty funny. They do a good job with that one. But it's yeah. kind of weird. Like, it's not the greatest show. It's not the greatest. It's just, uh, to me, it's fun. Uh, they bring out some of the uh, owls that... Yeah uh are in like the different movies you know i i I just think it's a hoot ha 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 there it is (laughs) there it is is that the joke that was the joke i just Uh, had to make sure you kind of hit it in there (laughs) but i really don't remember uh the spider-man one i did get it i did get attacked by one of the workers at Waterworld once oh really like with not really attacked with the water grabbed me by my shirt Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He physically grabbed me by the shirt. I think I was like 14 and they were, maybe I was older. No, I don't know. You, you just, I, you, you were 14, but you looked like you were 18. <laughs> probably. Well, I mean, I, I, I was like 5'11 when I was 14. Now I'm six feet tall. Yeah. So it's not like I grew much, but the, basically what happened was, you know, like before the show, all the like people, all the villains are out like cruising around. Mm-hmm. And he was walking by and I just started booing at him. And all of a sudden he like, I was, we we're in like the third row and he just steps up on the rows and just grabs me by the shirt and then just lets me go and walks away. Was it one of the like actors or yeah. like, uh, meaning cause they use a lot of, uh, present actors like in movies and all of that. Yeah. But they use, I think in that one they use more stuntmen, but the, the main guy who like the main villain he's an actor oh yeah that's right he's been in like a, a few tv shows i think yeah or it probably changes but, it does change yeah and then the main good guy those guys are like they probably make a decent living off of not universal studios shows <laughs> right the other people are probably just you know skimming by it like 50 grand a year right that's my guess but i do like how like the workers at universal studios a lot of them are like they were aspiring actors or like they they do more than just like 
act nice. Like, I feel like at Disneyland, everyone acts like your grandmother's supposed to. Uh, it's the whole, uh, it's a different, different place in the world. Yeah. It's a it's different, so different fucking atmosphere. I, I just like, I would rather someone be like, get the fuck on the ride. than be like, Oh, how's your day going? And knowing that they truly do not give a fucking shit. <laughs> like well, you can just see behind their eyes. It's like, he doesn't mean it. Right. She doesn't mean it. <laughs> What a bitch. It, no, it, I'm just kidding. But like, I, I don't know. It's like, it's too like nice and sweet when they, they don't have like depth. They just do that one thing. And even like your Cinderella's and stuff. Now I know they're for the younger kids. Right. But they're so like over the fucking top. They kind of have to be though. Yeah, but it's just creepy. <laughs> okay. I can and it makes that. all those like conspiracy or those like um, what do they call those like those Reddit scary stories? You uh-huh. know what I'm talking about? Where they're yeah. like fictional stories about Disneyland. Yeah, yeah like yeah. seem like kind of true. Like how there's like an evil Mickey that like goes beneath the the In underground the and yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are walkways or tunnels for the uh, workers to go from one side of the park to the other. Uh, interesting especially yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. yes because you can't be like they don't want cinderella seen walking around in uh uh, tomorrowland or anything like yeah yeah it makes sense it is kind of interesting there are a bunch of like theories that we'll touch on one time uh or another in a whiskey talk where they there are there's a ghost tunnels that connect (laughs) all of the world kind of thing Mm -hmm. or like the the continents Yeah, that, okay. That's what you were talking going and then into. They gotcha. Say like uh like people disappear but they're brought to the tunnels. Or they end up in the tunnels and yep, they're never found I, again. I have heard that one, yeah. Yeah. And then they bring in like skinwalkers. <laughs> and that's shit. Where, um, which skinwalkers are kind of creepy to begin with. That's that's where to dis- descend the descent. The descent. But those aren't skinwalkers. They're just you creepy. Know, a, a skinwalker is something that's trying to mimic being a human. Oh, uh, that's right. But I don't know. It's kind of an interesting topic. But this is Whiskey Biz Podcast. Um, not that you could tell from the intro, but outside of like the true intro, but like the first conversation. <laughs> right. it, was, it was a good joke though, Devo. I'll you. give you I'll give you credit. It was Thank a very you. dad joke, but uh, it wasn't yeah. bad. It wasn't bad. I had a different dad joke prepared as well, but I, I decided to go with that one. Got it. Yeah, it wasn't a bad one. So what are we tasting this week, Diva? This week, we are having 1792 Sweet Wheat. Now, uh, if you check this out in Google or you're looking it up and you're trying to find it, um, you you might be surprised at the price uh, at which um, a lot of the online retailers are trying to sell it for. Uh, but Rob, you said that you got this for like 50 Yeah, I think retail is about 50 bucks. I can get so it's it's kind of tricky. I know a few places that I found it, and if I find it for about fifty bucks, I'll buy it just because it doesn't. I would say it's about as common as like Elijah Elijah Craig barrel strength. Okay, um, it's not impossible to find, but it's a lot harder than the other. Well, I don't know. The twelve year is hard to find too, but. It's it's one of those like if I see it I buy it because it's an interesting it's an interesting bourbon I have had this Devo you have not no I haven't yet 
So it's I'll be interested of... to see what you have to say. It it has the brown label. It's the leather football looking label. Okay. Um. Yeah. But yes, I, I we'll talk about like what price point we think you should be what we would pay up to. But you can definitely you should be able to find it for under eighty dollars. I would should be in store at least. Yes, there a lot of a lot of companies, a lot of liquor stores are doing the whole like you have to buy it with other things in a bundle. Uh huh. Like you'll have to buy a bourbon with a vodka and a mixed old pre-made old fashioned and a another bottle that you're like, eh, don't necessarily need this. Maybe it's 1792 small batch, which isn't one of those bottles that's hard to find, but then they sell it for like a hundred, like you get a bottle of, uh, like a $20 bottle of vodka, a bottle of small batch, this for a hundred bucks. So yeah. then it, it equals out to about $50, which is close to retail. If it isn't retail shit anymore, is there a retail price? <laughs> right. I don't fucking Especially know. with how things are going. Exactly. So that's that's probably how you'd have to buy it if if I were trying to find it for someone who wanted it sooner than later and they weren't willing to wait. Uh-huh. I would probably point them in that direction because I know a few places that you can usually find that type of deal. But At yes, least in Southern California. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, what's the proof on this one? It is 91.2 proof. Uh, shit. I was going to check the regular, but it's way out of reach. Um, I think it's, it's about the same. I was going to say, I think, I think the regular is about 90, right? Yeah. I was going to say it's 90 to 94. So it's, it's very similar. This is a weeded bourbon. So that's that's the big difference there. So crafted with sweet and delicate wheat instead of the more traditional rye. This bourbon is quite distinctive from most. Uh, the soft wheat delivers a subtle and smooth taste with gentle layers of flavor. Each sip expresses a harmony of sweetness and dryness. Enjoy this perfectly balanced flavor that will entice your senses. You know, that's probably one of the better, like, explanations of a bourbon on the back of a bottle yeah it doesn't give too much away and it still um <laughs> has the like pop a... sucks so i'm not even gonna bother <laughs> by the way a uh, small batch is 93.7 proof okay so it's a little lower proof but not much so two and a half proof lower not enough to matter in my opinion so Anything else? I do I do love the sweet wheat bottle. You know, we haven't talked about the bottles as much as we used to. Yeah, I was going to end up bringing that up too, that the bottle, it, 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 what's nice about 1792 is that they're doing something similar to uh, Old Forester where um, all the bottles are the same except for the labels and, uh, well, at least for 1792, it's the tops and the neck. Um, bands yeah uh the 1792 it is not the neck. it's the oh yeah sorry the neck band the tops are all the same oh they are they're all that goldish top to me it oh, always okay. they always remind me of like a cognac bottle oh yeah 
Yeah, I could see that. Uh, what is it? C C G is a. I can't remember what the. I can only remember C and G as the uh, <laughs> cognac that I'm thinking of. You talking about like? Uh, you sure you're not thinking of VSOP? V S O P. Um, maybe and you're thinking of like Hennessy. Cavoisier, I think is the other one. There are a few. I'm not into cognac. Don't love it. I don't on it. I know a lot of people like cognac dip cigars. I'm not a huge fan, but it does add an interesting flavor. To me, when you dip like acid cigars have a have are dipped in cognac, to me it comes across as almost like chemically sweet. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure why. So uh, I I think I was getting mixed up between like the bottle shape of uh Remy Martin. Oh, Remy Martin. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Sorry, I forgot about that one. And Grand Marnier or Grand Marnier? Yeah, Marnier. Um which is a little core. Yeah, but uh I I think like in terms of I I don't know. <laughs> For sure. So on the nose it does come across pretty sweet. It also comes kind of light. It's not. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got a soft, on. soft nose. It's not. There's not a ton of ethanol. There is some that pulls through. Maybe a little pepper. It's actually very mild on the spice side. Yeah, pretty mild compared Getting to s- what we've been tasting yeah. lately. So. Well, I mean, it's basically been fucking high proof bourbon for the last like three weeks. Three yeah, or four for weeks. us. And uh, by the way, if you wanted to catch the end of the bracket that we started uh, two weeks, two weeks ago, I think, yeah, two weeks ago, um, become a patron, and then you'll be able to get access to the semifinals, which we did in one episode. So it's definitely one that, even if you're not like ah, you know, three five dollars a month, I don't really want to pay it. Do it for one month, and you can access whatever episodes we have so more so far so you can check those out and see how we react to having four high proof bourbons in one sitting yeah in a short period of time too it's not like you're sitting with your buddy and you finish a bottle it's you're sitting with a buddy in an hour and a half and you finish four glasses of high proof bourbon and victor and i think actually tried other stuff after that <laughs> And then after we did the recording, I went live on TikTok and drank more. Sounds like you had a a, a good night or you it, don't even well, apparently I remember, you remember it. it. Yeah. It was just one of those it was one of those where you you're borderline like tired slash drunk and you can't tell which one it is because it's like 1:30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it could very well be that you're just tired or it could very well be that you're drunk. Or maybe it's both. I don't know, but this has a nice nose. It does. It's it's a uh, it's it is pretty inviting. I can't figure out what sweet um I'm picking up, but I am de- definitely getting the pepper that you were talking about. Uh, not much oak is coming through on it. It is a a little bit lighter nose, so um, a lot of the notes are uh, not muted, but you can tell it's that just, it might be complex with, or at least I'm hoping it's complex. I guess that's what I should say. Fair. 
When I think of like when I think of weeded bourbon, just because it's probably the most common one out there, I think of Larceny. Yeah. And to me, Larceny has more ethanol than this does, but this does have a nice nose. It is on the mellower side. Mind you, I don't think either of us are the biggest fans of weeded bourbons. Right. But we do like to open it up and see, you know, maybe we just haven't had the right one. Maybe we're just bitter. But one thing I was going to say about 1792, I tend to get a slightly herbal nose and a little bit of herbal on the palate. Okay. Yeah. I I think I do remember that from uh, the small batch that we tried way back in uh, the beginning of even starting this podcast, uh, this podcast. So, um, after the first sip or the taking on the first sip, it's, it's very mellow. Um, it is. It, it, it was warmer than I anticipated. It was, uh, it was, de- it definitely comes through as very sweet. Um, I would, I, I can't pinpoint, you know, I can't pinpoint the, the sweet. I'm, I, kind of say like a breakfast muffin type of sweet um like okay. not overpowering but um just a nice sweetness to yeah. me this is actually pretty well balanced it's the spice does come through i'm kind of getting a slight like cinnamon spice okay i can kind of i can kind of see almost that. like a brown sugar cinnamon type deal so like a cinnamon roll <laughs> where it's not yeah kind of um or it's not quite like super sweet like to me i think like sugar is super sweet brown mm-hmm. sugar is like a mellowed out sweet okay. probably because the molasses kind of takes a little bit from it right yeah but i kind of wish that well I, I mean with within the name you're you know you're not going to get a whole lot of spice on it i guess that's what i was hoping to get was a little bit more spice and why I was hoping that uh, from the nose, this would be like a more complex um, drink or sip. But it, it came through very smooth and nothing really jumped out outside of it being a little bit sweeter on the finish or like mid palate to finish. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is sweeter. It does kind of give me that slight herbal like borderline. Sometimes I get like hints of almost like medicinal like a little bit of like robitussin or cold like cough syrup just a slight it's not like overpowering to where it makes it gross mm-hmm. but i do get some hints of it in there okay and i but... go ahead oh no I, I now i forgot what i was gonna say go ahead i was going to say this is one of my favorite uh weeded bourbons over uh, Larceny Barrel Proof? <laughs> it's, uh, I think Larceny Barrel Proof's good. It's just hot. But it's it's hot and there's not, like, the flavor doesn't come through like I would like it to. I gotcha. Because it's just, it, I think that the wheat isn't enough to hide ethanol. Mm-hmm. So it just, it almost it's enhances just mellow. the ethanol. Yeah, exactly. Um, whereas this one, I think that's why they probably proofed it down. I mean, not by much from the small batch, but, um, they probably proofed it down because the, the wheat 
tends to heighten it. And I, I wonder if they were going for the demographic of people getting in, just getting into whiskey and they don't want to scare them off. True. Cause True. even on the second sip, it still wasn't that harsh. Uh, not much of a burn, uh, but it was still a very pleasant and uh, balanced palate. Agreed. Agreed. I think, you know, if I, I have a feeling most people would probably try this at a restaurant, like, or a whiskey bar before they would buy a bottle, just because I think it's going to be easier to find at a restaurant or a bar than I will be, than it would be to find a bottle of it or you're at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. I don't think if you paid like $16, $18 at a whiskey bar, you'd be disappointed. Right. It, it, it tastes, um, I, I don't even know. Did you say that on the bottle if it had a age statement? No age statement. Wait, maybe. Nope. Okay. No age statement. The, the reason I ask that is because, uh, and I'd, I'd be interested to see what the age statement is. I didn't see it on their website when I was looking it up. Um, You know, honestly, I'm going to guess it's about six to seven years. I think that is a good uh, guess, and that's what it kind of—that's what it tastes like. It tastes like a a longer aged whiskey, and it, it, like I said, is is very pleasant. It it's one estimated to be seven to eight years. Damn! Look at you. You should go into. Well, I mean, uh, it's 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 not necessarily hard to hard to guess it. And part of the reason I say that some people might not catch on to it, but we've had so much whiskey where it's like, once you get into that older whiskey, you tend to start getting more oakiness. This isn't oaky, but you do get hints of oak. Like it's kind of that like, okay, so it's in the middle of aging, right? So it's mm -hmm. not young. You can tell it's not young. You can tell that it hasn't been aged a long time because you get a lot more oakiness, a lot more caramel from the char in the barrel. Right. <clears throat> and or smokiness potentially. But you do get some of all of that. And that's kind of why I thought six to seven years. But it did say seven to eight. So. Uh -huh. so I was a year off. Just just one. Yeah. But uh, a year off could get you 18 years. Just <laughs> saying. <laughs> So could mean a lot. <laughs> True. Uh, it, it's the third sip because I, I didn't end up doing I was I was going to go ahead and do the swish, but I decided to just take a third sip before doing the swish. I did exactly the same. Um, partly because I'm a little scared of the swish. Like I'm scared. That it's, I'm, I'm scared that it's going to change it. Um. Kind of like, uh, what was the most recent one that we did? Uh, I think it was the Noble Oak, uh, Double Oak Rye that like changed with a swish. Oh, um, yeah. And you know, it's, I feel like more change for the worse, worse with the swish than change for the better. Right. And that's what I'm scared it's of. Interesting. For this one. Here, I'll, I'll do, I'll do it then. You uh, can, you can wait. Yeah, but what I what I was gonna say is that on the third sip, it it came through kind of like candy. Not not sure which candy I'm thinking of. Probably closer to, um, I don't know. Like, I I guess I'm now thinking of kind of like a, a Tootsie Pop, which is weird to think. 
like but before the, you got to the Tootsie Roll? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I know, and that's that's also why I was a little nervous even after the third one to do the uh, the swish. Give it a run. I think it's it's growing on me, and I think there's a good, a really good time and place for this one. I don't think it would ever be like an everyday drinker for me, but I think there's a really good time and place for this. It's extremely situational, but in this situation, it would be really good. Oh, yeah, because the spice comes through a lot better on this. It's actually oh, pretty pleasant. The only thing that kind of gets me is there's like a slight like herbal bitterness. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that on the uh, the back end of the finish. Uh, the finish um, to me is is about a medium. I'm not even going to say like yeah. a short to medium or medium to long. It's a it's definitely a medium. That's completely fair. Yeah, I like it. I I I don't know. Are you wanting to do any more with the whiskey? Or do you want to hop into reviews? Um, not, I, I, I think I know where I stand, but I'll let you go first on, uh, okay. So I'm going to start with what I said. The situation for this would be you're with your friends and you have a mixed group of people. So like, say you're at like a bachelor party or whatnot, you grab a stogie or everybody gets cigars and you, you sit around and you kind of expect there's like four or five of you, you expect to kill the bottle. And this would be perfect for that situation. Even take away the cigars. You're like at a bachelor party. You're sitting just chilling in a room or just chatting, kind of killing time, waiting for something else you're going to be doing. Or it's the end of the night. It's the last thing you do. And you just sit around drinking this. And it's just, it's nice. It's not like the best thing you've ever had, but it will fit a lot of palates. Definitely would. It might be a good starter, too. It's pretty damn smooth, but it's also not missing any... It's not really, like, missing any flavors that I want to have. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is and it isn't, right? Like, there are certain flavors that I enjoy more. Like, I like more the caramel vanilla, and I'm not a huge fan of, like, that herbal bitterness that some bourbons have or whiskeys have. But the other flavors kind of make you forget about that bitterness. If I wasn't trying to pick out flavors, I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, that bitterness. True, especially if you're just hanging out and uh, passing the bottle around to get get pours. You're not, you're not thinking of the bitterness. You're just thinking of the good time that you're having with your bros. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, your friends. <laughs> yes. Now, if it were like you and me, this wouldn't be a bottle I'd bring out to have cigars with. True. But I think it's a good all-around whiskey for a large array of people. Or like, say you have like a poker night. You're going to bring out one bottle. This would be a perfect bottle for it. Well, that or like if you are having a a few people over four cigars, I think this one and they're ones that are uh, there's people there that do enjoy a cognac dipped cigar. This would be one that you would be able to be like, hey, I don't have cognac, but this one is uh, is just as good if not you're probably gonna like it even more so yeah i mean it doesn't taste like cognac but it is on the sweeter side of bourbon so i get what you're saying yeah that, yeah that's what i yeah. was meaning like the, the it's sweeter, a sweeter side. it's a sweeter alcohol so or i shouldn't say it's a sweeter alcohol there are a lot of sweeter well i don't know is alcohol technically sweet they use a shit ton of sugar in the creation of a lot of alcohol but, well and it breaks down into but, sugar too in in your 
yeah. Uh, yeah, system. Yeah, there you go. So my rating, I'm going to give this a 4.25. It's missing some... It's it's I like a stronger bourbon, but I will say the reason I can give it a four is I think there is some nice notes to this. It's like it's pleasant. It's kind of in. It's interesting because it's not normally what I go for in bourbon, but it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going to give it a four point two five. I don't I don't think it quite gets to that four point five level. It's unique. It tastes completely different than the rest of the lineup. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Like this should be about the same price, maybe slightly less than the single barrel, and I would get this any day over their single barrel. I I think it was collectively that we weren't like th- uh, blown away by their single barrel. Well, we did that in that blind taste test with, with uh, benchmarks and no, with Bland the single barrel we did with Blanton's and uh, Evan Williams single barrel. Oh really? I thought the battle of the single barrels. Didn't this one go up? This one did go, or sorry, not this one. Um, the single barrel, 1792 single barrel went up against benchmark single barrel with Chris though, right? Maybe. We may have had him try it. But when we did that blind, that was the one that I was thinking of. Oh, okay. And we all picked, it went Blanton's. Oh, that's right. It Blanton's won it. And then a lot, uh, Evan Williams, then 1792. Yeah. But... Uh, definitely go back so you can hear all of our thoughts because it is it's not so simple it was kind of a it was a surprising situation we should probably we were... do <laughs> we should probably do our comparisons on video as opposed to just talking through it yeah but you had to have a fucking kid diva you had to have a fucking kid y- yes and and he has been great so yeah. He's he's Lie to yourself. growing and thriving. While you're well throughout the day you're like, fuck, I got no sleep. I don't know. Was this a good decision? I can't think. I'm back to having at least one cup of coffee. Oh for okay. the day. At least one. Yeah. Were you at zero for a while? Yeah, because of my condition, so Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah, Would you I think mix it's, this? No, nah, I don't uh, you could put it in old fashioned if you wanted something super mellow. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I think, think it's too sweet. I want, I want a little more spice in there. It would probably hide very quickly. I don't think there's a good mixed drink to put this in that I can think of. Someone probably has like some cool mixed drink. Maybe if you did like like a and we talked about this on another episode. Like if you did like one of those blackberry bourbon drinks. Uh-huh. Like where like they muddle blackberry and there are a couple other things and and then I, you I, had this, it might be kind of like a refreshing drink, but I think it's gonna hide the niceness of this neat. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think that oh, oh, okay. So value rating I think if it's at forty five dollars, it's probably a four and a half, and I'd probably pay up to sixty for it. Okay. But I think most people are going to pay about sixty. So what you can probably find it for, I would say it's it's about on par for a sixty dollar bottle, which makes sense because that what I pay up to, or what I would uh, what I think we're going to find it. I if I had not had this before, I'd probably pay up to seventy five. Having had it and having a backup bottle of it, I probably won't pay. Like if I see it for fifty fifty five dollars, maybe sixty, I'll buy it. Otherwise, I'm probably not going to buy it. Yeah. 
I, I could see that. So like no limitations on availability. Like if this you could find on the the shelf any day of the week, probably be at like fifty fifty five dollars. That's fair. Yeah. What about you, Devo? Um, I am along the same lines. So with the Swish, it did definitely save it because I was teetering on the uh, on a four. Well, I, I was like on on a solid four until the Swish, and I think with the Swish. It does bump it up to a 4.25 because the spices come through. The sweetness is not like overpowering and not uh, um, taking away from it being a, a, a whiskey or a bourbon. Um, and it, it's a nice looking bottle and everything like that. But the the sip itself, like I, I can have someone who is like brand new to sipping whiskey. Because we all know those those people that uh, mix Jack and Coke or something like that. This one would be something that I would be like, hey, you know, I, th- I think you should try this and start going away from mixing your whiskeys and uh, branching out, trying something different uh, for value rating at the $50. I, I, I think it is... Um, the $50 that you think that you purchased this at, I, I think it is still a 4.25 or okay. stays, stays the same. Um, I agree with you that uh, if I were to have purchased this at $70, I wouldn't be upset. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, but I, I think now after tasting it, actually, I think, hmm. No, I I, I think I, I wouldn't pay over the 60, 65. That's fair. That's definitely fair. I But right now you're I, I when I first brought it up to kind of just, you know, take a look, see uh what people are selling it at, and I saw two hundred and hundred and seventy five and I was like, Holy smokes, what what did we just get ourselves into? Right. Yeah, no, it's not that much. I just realized looking at the uh the sound the the usb interface that we use for recording here i think when i moved it i bumped down my volume a lot now you're coming through just fine on me well that's good or for me so i look really low on the recording thing it's weird and by the way when you record and you have adhd and you see all these like different things to look at it's really hard to fucking focus that's why you just have to keep talking probably why i talk so fucking much is then I if I'm talking I can't get as distracted. True, your squirrel moments yes. have gone down quite a bit actually. I'm working on it. <laughs> working on it because people also think that I just don't give a shit. Even that, though like it just a it's little how my bit brain of you works. That... <laughs> Sometimes I don't give a shit. There there are definitely <laughs> moments. I will not argue with that. There are definitely moments I don't give a shit what someone says, especially if you try and take like a paragraph to say what can be said in a half sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you lose me. I'm gone. I'm looking at the squirrels on the other uh, building. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I'm gone. And you those lost me for the rest of that power, uh, Those are some squirrels that have some superpowers if they're climbing up a building. Or at least I'm thinking of a like a like cement a, building. Like a work building. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. The I was thinking just in general. General <laughs> buildings are like on electrical lines. Oh, okay. It amazes me that those those fuckers can crawl along. Uh, talking about tight ropes. 
right? Yeah. These fuckers are just like, and they're running across it, and you're like, Jesus Christ. How do you do that? Like, It's their tail. I, is that what it is? Yeah, their tail okay. helps them balance. And that's why it like swings left and right? Yeah. Must be nice. We <laughs> we had a tail at one time, hence we yes. have a tailbone. Right. Yeah, and then because... we lost it. We lost it for some reason. We well, stopped because... climbing. We stopped climbing tight ropes. <laughs> I think it was more along the lines of we we stopped swimming. Was it swimming? Yeah, because we came from uh, dolphins. <laughs> I thought we came from monkeys, but I we, I guess we we read there, different evolution books. <laughs> there, there's uh, two, two two theories there. Yeah, fair. Fair. Uh, so what you said you'd pay about the same amount for your first bottle? Yeah. Talking about squirrel moments, I thought you said that, but I started looking at the USB interface, and <laughs> I didn't hear anything else after. <laughs> you said I'm on like I heard some things after you're along the same lines, but yeah. So would you would you mix it? I would not mix this one. Um, I think this one is good on its own. It's um. It, it it's one to be passed around too. Like it, it's a shareable bottle, for sure. Okay, yeah, it, I think it is. It's a very shareable bottle, and I think what I actually like about this, other whiskeys that are very smooth, kind of like as you drink more, they get less potent, not potent, but like less exciting. Like oh, some of the mellower whiskeys that we've had, the first sip is the best sip. Because it's hot yeah. and it like kind of goes downhill from there. I'm not getting that from this. No, it, it's actually very it's holding up. Yeah, it, it's uh a, about the equal about an equal taste all the way through. Yeah, which is different than a lot of others. Like I said, not necessarily like your high proofs. Those will stay hot for a very long time, no matter how much you drink. They'll stay hot. But when you get into like the lower proofs and also the amount of flavor you get in this at 91 point whatever proof, it uh, that's a very scientific number, by the way, 91 point whatever proof. Um, it, it, it it has a decent amount of flavor for that proof. Yeah, definitely. It's very enjoyable, so, very pleasant. Um, all in all, like if you can if you see it for uh, like 50 or if you have to get the bundle, it's uh, it's definitely worth it. I think it is. I, I agree with that. I think it's worth trying once, at yeah. least. I think yeah. I don't think I this may come in very well. I think my number one recommended bottle will probably always be Woodford Reserve Double Oak, just because you can find it easily. It has mm-hmm. a lot of flavor. It's it's smooth, but it's not lacking flavor. Um. But this kind of is on that same line where I think they're both whiskeys that most people would enjoy. Like it has a very broad span of whiskey drinkers that would like this. Yeah, and I I, I think the what you're trying to get at is uh, no matter what um, experienced experience, or, yeah. yeah experienced or new whiskey drinkers alike would both enjoy this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think Chris would actually really enjoy this one. And that's why it kind of what made me think of like you get a group of guys together. Now, all of us enjoy whiskey. Chris is the least whiskey drinker of you between the five of us that have been on the podcast. But I feel like if we were chilling 
hanging out somewhere, maybe by a pool or at the beach or something, we could easily, I guess at the beach, we technically can't legally do it, but we could easily share a bottle of this and kill it in a night. I don't think you'd feel bad. No, no. And that's definitely after like the, the second sip. Cause the first sip I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> cause of, yeah. cause of the sweetness. I was like, yeah. Oh, I don't know if this is going to mess with me or not. Um, cause if you've been drinking long enough, <laughs> you know, that, uh, sweeter drinks tend to hurt in the morning. True. This, this one, I don't know if it would. Very true. I don't think it would hurt too much. I mean, but it's also lower proof. So it, it, it tastes, it has the taste of a higher quality whiskey. Yeah, it definitely does. It has the feeling of that. Now I think trying to think through all of the bottles of 1792 that I've had. So I've had small batch. I've had the sweet weed. I've had the bonded and I've had the single barrel as well as the full proof. I think this is my favorite one. Okay. I think it's their best whiskey in the lineup. Okay. Yeah. I think the wheat actually pulls through in their mash bill better than the rye does. Their I would agree. Their mash bill is better than their rye mash bill. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, if I remember correctly, the, the rye mash bill um, or when, yeah, in, the, incorporating the standard rye. Bourbon. Yeah. yeah, incorporating rye. Um, it was the rye did not complement the bourbon or the mash bill as much or as good as the wheat of this one. And is. that's coming from two guys that prefer rye in the mash bill. Yeah. So that's a lot to say, I think. I think they, they kudos to them. They did a good job with weeded bourbon for non weeded fans. Right. Definitely. Um, a quick, uh, fun fact, just because we are doing uh sweet wheat. Yeah. When I was in high school, apparently I did not know how to spell sweet. So I was, I was talking to this girl and I would say sweet dreams every night, but I would okay. spell sweet with S E or S W E A T. That's sweat, Diva. I know. And she never corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> but you at must some have been point, a cute high schooler diva apparently dude apparently because uh i think it was once i was in college and i was like i i typed it out or something like I, I typed out sweet for some reason and um i was like wait that doesn't seem right <laughs> and then uh <laughs> it finally dawned on me and i was like holy shit for like a full year i was talking to this girl and she never <laughs> corrected me and I was saying sweat dreams. Oh, shit. She's probably like, oh, he wants me to have wet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Oh, Jesus. That's a, that's a good story, Devo. Uh, but, yeah, that one's, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. It's a tough I, one. I can't deny it. <laughs> like, no, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot, Devo. So. You cannot deny that one. Um. So, okay. 
I brought this up prior to the episode. I didn't. I wanted to surprise you with my thought. So right. today, actually, it started last night. I don't know if you knew this. It started last night because I was playing video games. And I kept seeing flashes of light in the backyard, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? It's not raining. The weather's semi-normal. It's not like odd weather. And we, we had a dry, well, technically dry. There was some rain during the day, but it was like a dry thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. It went on all fucking day. It's been going on all day. There was actually, sadly, there it was... It wasn't uh, dry in Pomona. Did it rain the whole day, though? Not the whole day, but um, it, there was a downpour for like 10 minutes. I was going to say it was like 15 minutes and it was done again. It was the weirdest fucking <laughs> yeah. thing. And apparently it hailed up up here. Really? It's fucking 90 degrees outside and like 90% humidity. Or actually, if it rained, it would be 100% humidity. But that's a whole other story. Um, And yeah, it fucking hailed. 90 degrees outside. <laughs> that's insane. 92 degree thunderstorms. So it's the weirdest thing. And, and people are like, Oh, it's just a thunderstorm, but this is like a thunderstorm that we don't see in California. At least not usually. And if you do, it's at like Lake Mead or, uh, that's not California. Isn't I thought Lake Mead is in there's Nevada, Nevada, Lake Mead, Hoover dams right by Vegas. Oh, my bad. I, I guess I was, yeah, it's usually in Nevada and Arizona. You get these kind of thunderstorms. So it's super rare. In California. And it's pretty like, these are some like powerful sounding fucking, like they aren't like a loud pop, but it's like this like roar. Yeah. It's like, it's like if, uh, what are they? Is it the Samoans? No. Uh, Is it the Samoans that do like the the Hakka? Yeah. But I think it's Samoans that usually do the Hakka. Uh, I guess New Zealanders are. I think there are some Samoans there. Yeah. But to me, it's like usually like Islanders and I don't yeah. know. I've never been yeah, to New Zealand and I feel like New Zealand's very white. <laughs> I don't, Except I don't, for their rugby team. <laughs> True. I just see them as a bunch of fucking white sheep herding men. <laughs> with like large, <laughs> large grasslands to their name. I don't know, just because that's the pictures that we get here, right? So if anyone knows someone from New Zealand or you've been there, let us know how it is and we'll we'll talk about it more. But that's just kind of like the visual aspect, just like, you know, a lot of people not from California think we're all surfers and say bra. We say bra, bra. do. Yeah. Swell. <laughs> um, I don't know. But that's catching the gnar. <laughs> oh yeah, like you hear that they're not like re- they're loud, but they aren't like 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 ear deafening loud. They're just that loud that just travels. Yeah, and you're like fuck me, you know. It's just terrifying. It's like I don't want to experience that. Right, and and uh, so uh, there was some more lightning strikes um, up by me, um, and. I, I did the whole count thing. Like after I saw the flash, I counted, but like it was a big old flash and counted up to like 12. So I was like, okay, 12 miles away, but the 12 miles away roared or rumbled through and shook my house for like five to seven seconds. And I was like, holy crap, that's, yeah, that's, that's some a long intense time. Shit. 
And the funny thing is, on the flip side, I saw a lot of like flashes during the day that I didn't hear any thunder. Uh huh. So I'm like, what the fuck? That is like some bright ass fucking lightning. God's angry at California. For good reason. <laughs> I mean, we have Gavin or Newsom. Gavin. Gavin. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. Isn't Gavin his or- name Gavin? Gavin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's perfect. Gavin or Newsom. Um, I mean, that's like the, what was it? The governator. Yeah. <clears throat> I still can't believe Arnold Schwarzenegger was our governor. He was wanting to be president at one point, too. You know, well, he doesn't then, qualify. Right, right, right. Yeah, That's what they but, told him, and he was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> All upset. <laughs> yeah. So it it tripped me out, right? And then I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what it is? Here's my conspiracy theory. It's all the fucking electric cars in California. <laughs> Giving off uh, static electricity going exactly. into the... Exactly. Now we're having these crazy fucking thunderstorms, and this electricity... This electrical car, electric car, like big ordeal, the is green, the green deal. The, yeah, fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> is driving climate change, <laughs> electrical <laughs> storms, because, yeah. and you know what we need to do? We need to develop like a fucking Back to the Future type car. Fuck! That, I was gonna bring up Back to the Future. Go that ahead. You can you can charge your batteries by driving around with a lightning rod attached to your car, <laughs> and then go and, back in time. Yeah, um, or just save you know four hours of charging. No, see, I I was thinking that you were gonna talk about um, how Back to the Future or the second one, um, if, when they finally land in the future. Uh, which was 20, what, what was it, 2013? No. Anyways, they, they landed in the future 2015, I think. They, and uh, Doc Brown, like it's it's pouring down rain. Doc Brown goes, oh, wait another five, like five seconds. And they wait and then the uh, clouds go away and it stops raining and he goes, ah, it's too bad the uh, postal service isn't like the weather service. Like, and I, I thought you were going to go uh, along the lines that uh, the government is in charge of um, the the weather and uh, <laughs> creating these clouds to uh, hopefully get us out of the drought. But, oh, yeah. I mean, there's that, but you can't like, here's the thing. Like it's been said, all actions have consequences. They can be positive consequences. They can be negative consequences. Or I should say all actions have set different types of, yeah, it's a consequence, right? It, yeah. It could be good or it could be bad, right? If you make a bad decision, there's going to be a bad outcome. You make a good decision, there's a good outcome. But when you do all these out of the norm things, like you create vehicles, well, Different things are going to be changing. You take a bunch of shit out of the core of the earth. What the fuck's going to happen after a while? Who knows? Who fucking knows? Uh, I just we'll hope we're not. We don't. Into space. No, I'm hoping that we don't collapse into the core. Okay, because <laughs> you're 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 getting rid of this layer of fossil fuels that's underneath our surface. You're emptying it. What's filling it? Uh, wow, oh, I can't think of that movie. It's with uh, just uh, different planets, different like a journey to the center of the earth. Yes. Is that what you're thinking? 
Like to... other oceans are going underground? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But it's just, to me, it's like you you do these things, you know, we and our Earth has cracks in it, right? Like it's not a solid surface. Right. We have uh, volcanoes. We have volcanoes that uh, spit out plasma and whatnot. Magma. Magma, sorry. Yeah, plasma would be cool too. Yeah. Probably be more more deadly. Uh, a random thought, real quick. Um, are volcanoes like zits? Basically, <laughs> there's just a a material buildup that needs to come out. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, literally, if you like, if you look at the surface of a fourteen uh, year old skin, the average fourteen year old kid, it looks like the Earth. Or if you, you know, like the the maps that <laughs> have so... like the different levels on it, it's basically the same thing. You have like plains over here and you got fucking mountains galore over here. Like, I, I feel bad for laughing at that. But at the same time, I was one that with with pretty bad acne. I was too. So, <laughs> so... I, I, I can, I feel for you, but I would have, I would have made a great surface of the earth <laughs> at one point. Like I, there were plains, there were, you know. It it very much resembled when you feel that like globe that has the different levels. Yeah. Which now that you think about it, it's pretty impressive they can put that on a globe. The oh yeah. And and get it to at least make us think that it's to scale. <laughs> well yeah. Well, I think globes are technically round and our earth isn't fully round. True. True. So it's yeah. Uh it, it not ellipses. Is it ellipses? Uh, yes. Elliptical type of deal. I think it's it's an ellipsis. Ellipsis. Okay. Ellipses would be multiple ellipses. Okay. Uh, but yes, yes, because we only have one Earth. Oh, right. oh maybe not. You know, <laughs> we're multi. Uh, <laughs> what what is it? Ah, uh, multi. Multi-dimensional. Uh, yes, thank you. Well, how did you not think of that with like the multiverse? That, I was thinking multiverse. Multi- yeah, <laughs> fair. That's so, a whole other thing. I've been I I got down like the a rabbit hole of this one TikToker who talks about all this crazy shit, like how they're saying that some people believe that if you look at the NATO map or like the NATO emblem, it's a map that came out of the flat time. Earth, right? Yes. It kind of, but it's it's a round map where the North Pole's the center of the map. It's not like it's not like the necessarily the other maps. Maybe this is the map that flat Earthers go off of. But the whole theory is a- Antarctica, which is on the what we would consider the South Pole, is actually a f- it, like a gigantic ice wall that goes around all of the continents. Right. Which is kind of interesting, and that—that's what the know. flat earthers uh, believe. Is that what they believe? Yeah. Well, that I, I went down a, 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 a similar rabbit, rabbit hole, hole as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, same person was the one that talked about all the uh, the fucking tunnels that connect all the different uh, uh, countries or continents. Yeah, and then also that there's a world beneath us that came from before, but then there was a mudslide. Like a multiple, like the whole world got covered by mud somehow. I don't fucking so, know. So they're thinking in like 4D chess. Like kind in, of, kind of, but like that type of layers. There are countries that are like that where, um, like Seattle, if you ever go to Seattle, there's a really cool tour where you get to tour the underground city. 
which was the, the, the issue with Seattle was the city's actually below sea level. So when everyone would take a shit, uh, the, like in the tides went up, all the uh-huh. shit would come back up. Uh-huh. It would push the shit back up, which is kind of fucking hilarious. Could you imagine like, oh, I better not take a shit until after, uh, you know, and every, every day you got to clean your toilet seat. You got to have Fuck. a walking toilet seat cover or something. I don't know. But see, yeah, I'm, they built I'm, it up one level and it fixed that somehow. I don't fucking know, but. See, I, I'm thinking of uh, that movie that we ended up watching for straight to TV. Um, the, it's a Korean? I think it was a Korean movie. Um, it, it's the family that ends up. Oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. Why did it... I don't know why I can't think of it right now, but that's what I thought of when you, when you said that the, the shit comes back up and, uh, um, yeah. that, that was one of the worst scenes. I, 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 yeah, that was gross. Oh, where the girl's like trying to stop it. And then she just gives up and sits on the, the toilet while it's overflowing with, with shit and, uh, starts smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's actually, I'm looking up the movie. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, go ahead and keep talking, Dima. Um, but thinking about like all the electrical cars that they're trying to push out and trying to have everyone purchase and everything, like I can kind of understand in so much as like it would get rid of smog. But if this is an adverse ref- uh, effect in terms of having crazy thunderstorms but no rain or very minimal rain. Um, let, let's just keep the, the skies a little bit darker. It's fine. <laughs> right. But what's, what's that going to cause? It's been if hot. We, it's if been we, hot today and yesterday it and it's humid. Yeah. It's for us. We shouldn't complain. Our weather's pretty good. The majority of the year. I can't find the fucking movie. Parasite. Yes. Parasite. Um, good movie, by the way. Interesting, kind of an odd movie, and it it's weird how much you catch on to the second time you watch it. Yeah. It's really trippy. I think it's on Hulu still. It should still be, yeah. I think so. So if you want to check that out, just beware that you have to fucking read subtitles. Yeah, they There's do not no do dubbing. a dub. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's definitely an interesting movie, and it's, it's interesting. That's what I like about foreign films, or at least uh, the Korean films. They they have a really good storytellers. Yeah, storytellers, and and uh, they make you think in most of their films. It's especially their horror. I think it's a cultural thing, right? Like in the U.S., we're we're pretty privileged, right? And we have pretty much, if you look at like a uh, someone that you would consider to be at the poverty line or lower like income levels, they still have a cell phone that is yeah. a smartphone. They still have access to internet. They, they may not have cable, but they have access to media. And now there are like sites you can go to or not sites. Well, there are definitely sites you can go to and watch free movies. Some are legal, some are not. Um, but there are like apps out there. Like I think Tubi has certain movies for free. Yeah, I think so. I think like Roku right. has their own channel that you can watch for free. So there's, 
we have access to a lot of stuff. Whereas if you watch Parasite, you'll see like the lower income of current Korean people and what they live in. There's definitely a division um, that they're they're presenting uh, between the classes. And uh, it, it definitely coming from us it, it it was kind of like an eye opener and uh in a shock of, absolutely of like oh shoot i did culture had, shock yeah absolutely and i think a lot of people got that with uh what was that tv show that was like the asian version of hunger games oh squid games squid games yeah that was another one you see like a whole different side of like what what in econ we called LDCs, which is less developed countries, uh-huh. um, versus a developed country like the U.S. or you know Canada or countries like that. I think what but, I liked about uh, Squid Games is in the first episode and within the first like five minutes of the episode, the uh, the guy from Train to Busan was uh, in there. He is, isn't he? Yep. It was interesting. I was looking up to find that, to find Parasite. I was looking up the top Korean movies and Wailing was four. By the way, another great one that if you just want to be, it's like kind of scary, but it's more like uneasy the whole fucking movie. It's just like, what the fuck's going on? It's almost like paranormal meets spiritual meets something fucked up, right? Yeah. And that, again, you have to read it because it's not dubbed. But it's a fucking wonderful movie. If you have, and it's it's also very long, so you have to be prepared to watch a dubbed movie for three fucking hours. Non-dubbed. Or non-dubbed. A, a subtitled movie for three hours. Yeah, I wasn't able to last for the, the first time that we tried watching it. Yeah, I know. I remember that. You're falling asleep yeah. right next to me. It was mainly because I was having to read and I was already tired. Right. We did that a lot, though. We'd start a lot of movies at like 10 o'clock, and I don't think we knew it was three hours long. No, we (laughs) did, and I said, do you think you can last three hours? And you're like, yeah. And then we didn't, so we stopped (laughs) it at like two hours. Well, that was also the time that we were still, we were mixing our whiskey at that point, still. Uh, I thought we were pretty much bullet at that time. I think we were putting uh, bullet bourbon into... No, it was Jim Beam then, or Evan Williams whiskey cokes. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. But so other other interesting rabbit hole that I got down today. I was thinking about tax stuff because I think we have to submit some paperwork to the government. Um, And I was like, okay, we have the IRS. I'm just thinking like, how much money does the IRS, like how much money in taxes do we pay? So across in income taxes tied to the IRS, well, actually, it's just taxes in general, right? Because you have income, you have you have write-offs and stuff like that. There's $4.4 trillion paid in taxes to the IRS per year. $4.4 trillion? Yes. And across we're 21 point something in debt? I don't fucking know. So this started me down a huge rabbit hole. Well, actually, it started with the IRS, and I'll get there. So... Four like four point four trillion, and then three point nine trillion of that, or no, it's like four point one trillion of that is financed through the IRS because people can't pay it, so they finance it, so they make mm-hmm. payments on it, which is a losing matter for the government, 
when you're talking about fucking 8.3% inflation as of right now. Mm -hmm. Which is fucking ludicrous. There are other rabbit holes that I got down. We'll get to those later. Don't worry. We're going to get there. So I was like, holy shit. I wonder how much money is spent on the, at what the cost of the IRS is. It's about $14 billion. So I was thinking like, originally I was like, I wonder how much they spend on the IRS, which $14 billion, a shit ton of money. But when I'm thinking of having to deal with 244 million people, I think it's probably closer to 300 million people by now. But in the US, it doesn't sound so bad. Uh huh. Because that would be about, uh, that would be about thirty dollars forty. No, it'd be about forty five dollars per person to run the IRS each year. It's not that bad, right? That almost makes sense. That's one of the few things with the government that makes sense. So, because originally I was like, what if we just cut out the IRS and you like when you go to these tax companies instead of them trying to find you every god known tax break in the world, they serve as they give you all the available tax breaks, but they also approve it. If it's approved by them, then the government approves it. So then you can cut out the IRS. You're already paying these fuckers $120 for like the bare minimum fucking requirements to do state and federal. Right. Why not just add that in and you pay them an extra 30 bucks and then we can cut out the fucking IRS. I don't know. Excuse That's me. just a theory. Mm-hmm. But, or a thought. So then I got to... Okay, that's kind of crazy that our fucking government allows people to pay off or finance their taxes when so we, they really are only making like 300 trillion dollars in taxes each year where it's not on a payment plan. 300 million you mean? Three, or billion? 300 billion, sorry. Billion. Thank you. 300 billion. Sorry, I got my billion trillion million gazillion whatever the fuck the next one is. I don't know what it is. It should be like Mega Million. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but like the Megalodon. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't know. Um, so then, so that was just kind of like a crazy thing I found out. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe the IRS isn't like a, a money suck. So then I started looking at like our budgets. Right? Like, where does our money go? Obviously, we know we have a huge military. So that's one thing. Um the amount that we spend on schools is ridiculously low. The amount that we spend on Medicare and Medicaid is higher, is like very high. Like we spend more on Medicare and Medicaid than we do on education, and, which and is you're probably talking, fair. You're, you're talking uh, like grade school to high school type deal? Yes. Or? Yes. Okay. Not private. It would be public. So university, state. Uh, no, this is federal. So it'd have to be a federally run school or federally funded. State. So it probably ties to K through 12. Okay. That's my guess. So then you you go through all that. Then I was like, I wonder what kind of weird shit we pay for. Uh So this is where I came into a fun little, oh, fuck, where is it? (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. I think I lost the page. Are you sure it's in Safari or is it in uh, Google? It's in Safari on my phone, but I also looked up a bunch of shit and now I'm not finding it. Son of a bitch. Uh, okay. I'm going to have to find this, but, uh, 
No, and and that's been the argument for at least for schools. I'll I'll bring it into at least that part that uh, they're underfunded for K through twelve. Okay, I found it, Devo. All right. The wildest things your packs tax taxes. Jesus, I can't talk. The wildest things your taxes are paying for. This is on Yahoo Finance. Now, I did find this on another site that I didn't trust as much, but I figure that Yahoo Finance isn't just going to put push through something that is complete bullshit. Now, they could. They could. But they, I don't think they, they, they would. They could be owned by the left side. <laughs> so this tripped me out. So one thing that our taxes pay for is putting fish on treadmills. Hmm? <laughs> oh, like uh, the... the- uh, the factories that like bring in fish and then they just sh- shove it into a pile. No, live fish, live fish. What? So <laughs> the uh, so one uh, Scripps Institution of Ogre- Oceanography in San Diego, which used a five hundred sixty thousand dollar grant from the National Science Foundation to force fish to exercise to exhaustion on treadmills, as part of a two thousand nine study. To exhaustion, I don't think is humane. Yeah, it's in the like, fucking military. Where, where's so, uh? <laughs> go ahead. The sh- scientists chose mud skippers because of their unique ability to use their fins-like legs for expend- extended periods of time when out of the water. The exhausted fish were then given forty-eight hours to rest before hitting the gym again. <laughs> What the hell? Different oxygen levels are used as variables to test the progress and recovery. Well, so what's what was the hypothesis? I don't fucking know, but that's <laughs> that's something that a, a place How is given they a grant get for. granted. That <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. My hypothesis know. is that uh, we we can get fish to become humans by putting them on a treadmill. Yes. So the number, the next one is proving that gingerbread houses are earthquake proof. <laughs> a $150,000 grant from the Institution of Museum and Library <laughs> Services funded a workshop called How Does the Cookie Crumble? The Oregon Museum of Science and Industry took gingerbread houses designed to be earthquake resistant and put them to the test on machines that replicated major trembler, uh, te- te- temblers is what they said. Tremblers, I think, is what they were trying to say. Uh, Participants got to take their sweet sugary houses with them. The workshop was part of the OMSI's annual Gingerbread Adventures event. So if they pass the earthquake test, I I don't know if I want to eat skyscrapers out of it. Yeah, but I also don't know if I'm going to eat gingerbread ever again. Yeah, just another weird one. It's basically going to be cement in your stomach. So another one was, they, they say, turning computers into couch potatoes. It was uh, basically $460,000 uh, $460, grant from the National Science Fuse- uh, fuck, I can't talk. Science Foundation and other funds from the Department of Defense's Office of Naval Research was designed to train computers to both understand and predict human behavior. The results were inconclusive, but the good news is the computers caught up on all their favorite shows. <laughs> that had to have been like a a little like teaser or a, a troll situation. Yes, three hundred grand went to finding out if playing with Barbie dolls helps with facial recognition. 
but Barbie dolls aren't uh exactly. What the hell? Uh do do do. Uh, since Barbies are made with different faces, scientists thought that women might have a gender-based advantage when it comes to memorizing how faces look. It turns out that they likely do not. So that's money that Holy came smokes. out of your paycheck for no reason. Gosh dang it, man. Proving that frat brothers like to party. That That's in... Uh... Uh, what what week is it when they're when frats are are? Oh, uh, is that pledge week? Yeah, pledge week. Uh, come on. The National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism used a five million dollar grant to fund a 2016 study at the National Institutes of Health on the reveling habits of college students. The study revealed that anyone who went to college could tell you for free. <laughs> Members of fraternities and sororities drink more on average than the larger population of the university. Uh, better to get oh. it out of your system when you're in And college. members of frats and sororities tend to sleep in later, too. $5 million well spent. God dang. We I mean, get that why from movies. Couldn't they, they Van Wilder. Us, exactly. But they also make us do all these stupid-ass like studies in college. Why don't they have students do that shit? Yeah, then they don't have to fork out the money. Exactly. Uh, there, there's a comedian, uh, Dan Cummins, uh, in one of his bits. Uh, he he said that he doesn't underst- he doesn't understand why taxes are the way that they are, and that he would like an itemized list. So here's the itemized list. <laughs> yeah. So NASA research on how religious groups would respond to aliens. <laughs> $1.1 million grant was used. Um, You can only imagine how they did that. This is very, like, they don't talk much and about can, the actual research, so. And and you can only imagine. Do you remember that song or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Steve-O. Bringing me back to fucking. High school? Private school. Yeah. <laughs> um, NASA research on the effect of global warming on wine. I spent 88 grand on that. Why did NASA uh, no, that research been... that? Shouldn't that have been fucking wineries? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, no, you put $1.1 into into that type of research. $88,000, though. So it wasn't as yeah. much, but good Lord. Um, Proving that fear of pain is why you're afraid of the dentist. That's a $3.5 million study. It, and uh, I, I read somewhere that fear is learned. Oh, here's would, the... you, would you agree with that? Oh. Uh... I think no, because I think naturally we have the fight or flight. No, no, no. We we have which is the natural. The, okay, okay, so it's it's types of fear can be learned. Okay, I guess that's where I was. But I think naturally, of. if you didn't have like because the if, falling, I think falling is not uh, a learned fear. It, you, I think fear of death innate. could be one. Could be a good example. Because we but, all die, but, at the but same some, time, we're all afraid. Oh, like a lot of people are afraid of death until you're older only, and you're. That's you're only when you when you understand like, the the difference between death and uh, being alive, though. So, like when you're three years old, you have no understanding of death. Like as true. a three year old, you're going to run like out the, and f- the commercial. Yeah, I see what you're saying. 
you're more fearless when you're younger because you don't know the consequences of your yeah. actions. Uh, but what their last statement was, um, in other news, root canals are still more popular than Congress. <laughs> That's a great last statement. Uh, paying for shady doctors to stay in business. That was the, another the, thing that... Through Medicaid, Medicare, and CHIP programs, the federal government paid $3 million to medical professionals who had been banned from public health care programs. Mm. Some of these people committed fraud. Others performed unnecessary procedures to pad their invoices. At least 100 doctors were supposed to be removed for reasons relating to criminal charges, but they still kept practicing. Uh, that That's where the whole corruptness comes into play and uh, makes me not feel good. Correct. Subsidizing massive agricultural corporations. Um, this goes back to like when agriculture is one of our largest outputs and largest like creators of jobs. But I, um, I feel like, oh, well, creators of jobs. Okay. Yeah. But now it's much smaller because now technology's kicked up. Yeah. Right. So you have um, now you have big machines that can do what hundreds of people could do before. Right. But also, fun little fact: there was a time like one of our biggest produ- producers or one of our best crops is corn, whiskey, corn in general. Oh, that's why we have high cr- fructose corn syrup that is used instead of sugar in a lot of things because it's cheaper. But because corn was produced at such a high level and to keep prices more maintained, the government actually paid farmers to produce crops that they weren't going to sell or paid farmers not to sell their crops. Right. Um, I do remember learning about that. that. Yeah. Uh, studying monkey drool. (laughs) God dang. Eight hundred seventeen thousand dollar grant. Now these aren't like astronomical amounts, but these are just things that like I happened upon, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like some of the shit's weird. Um, they they compared human drool to a variety of apes, monkeys, and their relatives in hopes of identifying when human saliva evolved to its current form. <laughs> Why does saliva have to be a a factor? <laughs> it's a matter of uh, if we. Evolved no from monkeys. Blue. Which monkeys did we evolve from? Because there's plenty of monkeys and apes in general still roaming the earth. Well, who knows if our uh, our gorillas more advanced versions of monkeys? Uh, so they're still or did they waiting bypass to us? evolve, are, are and gorillas, we bypass them. Are gorillas the uh, more evolved version of us? Because they're bigger or, than us, or or if or do you want to go about it the this way where uh, gorillas are um, physically more evolved than we are, but we are mentally or uh, yeah mentally more evolved than gorillas. Like, did we jump True. them in uh, mental? Um, capacity? And we're smaller because we don't have to be as big, right? Yeah, who knows? Uh, finding out if dinosaurs could sing. <laughs> Probably not. Four hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> determine determine whether or not dinosaurs dinosaurs could chirp and sing like birds. Now, see the weird thing for me: every fucking one of these should have been researched by a public or a private agency, not so, the government. Uh, I, I was going to say agency. you put it in front of a, a a jury type of deal. 
Like, this should not be funded by the government. Okay, give them a tax break, but it shouldn't be funded by the government. Well, I'm wondering if they were just trying to get rid of some of their, or uh, show more expenditures so that they could get a tax break type of deal. Uh, This is expenses. But it is the government. Yeah. And grants. Uh, The National Institutes of Health spent $1.3 million on Flowbots. Not the song or the group. Uh, It's the group, not the song. Uh, Which are, as the name implies, I don't think I would have thought this is what they were. Robotic flowers. Oh, see, I I didn't think of Flowbots as uh, robotic flowers. I thought of it as vaginas. Because they flow? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So they're squirting vaginas yeah yeah that's i you know i I, fair how much was put into that again uh 1.3 million dollars yeah see that's what i thought that they would have uh spent their money on (laughs) i don't know inflating sugar prices so this is apparently uh sugar subsidy program is used to set price minimums and artificially inflate sugar prices in the u.s uh, paying for chimps room and board. Ah, we have to have chimps. Uh, that was the last one on this list. But okay. it's, I was, it's crazy. I was say, it's crazy. That, that whole list was all from what our government spends our tax dollars on. Yeah, and, and I mean, in their defense, kind of, this was all given to a another government agency is like, hey, you have this money to spend, but then that government agency used that money on something like this. Like, it just proves the point of like, we should have a government agency like go in and try and figure out how to make the DMV more efficient. Definitely. Um, like, I'm pretty sure robots could do the job of those guys. And and this whole this uh, this whole list is uh, basically laundering. They're they're showing how to launder. So they're in cahoots with uh, the cartel and every and all of them to be able to uh, move money around. Yeah, they're definitely moving money around in weird ways. So then I finally happened upon a uh, thing where it's talking about how the government's talking there that that Biden said he was going to do tax break or uh, uh, loan forgiveness loan forgiveness for college students, right? Mm-hmm. So right now it's ten grand. He said that a while ago. Is what he's saying. Yeah, he did. Um, ten grand is what it appears that it will be for anyone under one hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars in income per year. So, so all those people that uh, were expecting him to say complete because he said complete loan forgiveness. I don't think right? I don't think Biden did. That was a uh, Warren. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Is it Warren? Is that his name? The Right? I forget his first name. Is the weird dude that had the meme where he was sitting in the chair and they everybody put him in different locations? Oh. Uh, uh-huh. That one. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, you're thinking of Buffett? Buffett. No, no not <clears throat> Warren Buffett. Um, what the hell yeah, is oh, his name? He, oh. Shoot, he was the other uh, d- Democrat that was out there. Um Bernie Sanders, uh, Jesus Bernie Christ. Bernie Sanders. I, there was another, there's a Senator Buffett that, and I think that's where I got thrown off. So it's Bernie Sanders. He was talking about full loan forgiveness. So the fun thing is, 
and I don't know if people knew that know this, but like obviously there are implications to forgiving all the student debt, right? Mm-hmm. Now there are certain things that are interesting when you so like if you forgave all the student debt and no one had to pay that back, there'd be more money in the economy, right? Because now you don't have to give that to a company that's going to invest the money, which means that it can't be spent. Right. So, and it could go to their reserves. Who knows how they're going to use it? So it technically increases the money supply, which would increase inflation. So if you do that, so Biden's in a really tough situation. And here's my, here's my, here's my thoughts on it. Biden isn't in the greatest shape for, for getting reelected, right? Like a lot of people are seeing the craziness and the bullshit and how he's, he, he's not in he's, the greatest he's shape. Senile. From uh, he's, he's not in the greatest shape. <clears throat> shape for uh the tour de france either oh god when he fell off the fucking bike <laughs> yeah that might have been the funniest thing i saw in a long time <laughs> like this poor is guy stuff. yeah he i feel slipped bad. in like he he couldn't get his foot out of the uh the but clip. it's not he w- he wasn't clipped in he had the sleeves for his shoes no 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 it wasn't yeah, full yeah, clip. Yeah. it was but where you slide your foot in kind of like the old exercising bikes Right, right, right. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm just saying, like, well, I, you, I that's have why you never lean that, that way. <clears throat> yeah, and you, yeah. It, you don't fucking put a president who could break a hip by falling over <laughs> in a bike like that. Like he's he's in good shape for his age, physically, not necessarily mentally, but that's a whole other story. But going back to it, so if we were to look at this at a with a very open eye not taking into account our personal political thoughts. He's not in the greatest shape and his vice president's even more disliked than he is. So he needs to do something that entices the chances of getting him reelected. So a great way to do that would be to drop these, the student loan debt, which would be about would impact probably, I think it's 30 or 40 million U S citizens have, college loans so that's a large portion and that could that could change an election right but the problem is if he does that it would increase our already 8.3 percent inflation or eight percent inflation right around there up because now you've caused natural inflation but the interesting thing that they're talking about and why they kind of have settled with this ten thousand dollars is if you give ten thousand dollars in loan forgiveness and you restart payments, the net income would be kind of zero. So there would be no change to inflation by doing that. So it'd give him a slight edge on like potential voters going his way by giving $10,000 in student loan forgiveness. But it also wouldn't have a negative impact on inflation so the Democrats want it to be like 50 grand because that would take care of most people's loans. He's at about 10 grand and the Republicans want zero and just to restart repayment because it would, it would honestly, if you want to improve our econ- economy, you do that. Yeah. Cause then there's money going back into um, being repaid to these financial institutions. Yeah. It's not on uh Yeah. But it's just, this is the shit that happens to me on a daily basis. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. These are the joys and curses of fucking having the ability to search whatever the fuck you want 
at any moment in the day. Because you your find hand. all of this shit. And it wasn't hard to get there. And my brain jumps around, so I'm like, oh, I wonder about that. And then I go that way, and then, you know, and then, woof, it's over that way. You know, it's like, I'm all over the fucking place. <laughs> but it's just crazy. Like, this shit is nuts. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know. I'm, I'm not opposed to getting my student loans forgiven, though. I can but understand I know that for I, sure. But yeah. as an economist, like, I'm like the other way, which it is very interesting because just a inside thought. Well, most most professors are on the democratic side. I had a lot of professors in econ that were very verbally democratic and it drove me nuts. The, my favorite professors never really talked. They, when they talked about politics, they talked about it from a neutral standpoint, even though I had a feeling they favored one side over the other, but they didn't speak to one side being better than the other. They spoke of it as different priorities, right? So professors, tend to be more on the Democrat or economists generally are more uh, on the democratic side than Republican side. But the interesting thing is that they want to push these things and economists working for the government should be like, no, don't fucking do that. But they're still trying to push it through because there's an ulterior motive yeah. going on. And that's <laughs> the crazy thing. And I think that's the only reason that Biden brought up forgiving the, student loan the forgiveness, debt. yeah, just too bad. I mean, we should be thinking of like the best things for the government. I mean, not government for, government for the, the country, people. for the yeah. country, right? Because we're all selfish. We're just one... hoping that the government also has those same views. Yeah, I don't. I'm starting to think we need to like start our own country. <laughs> <laughs> California was wanting to split into five different states. Well, and there's the thoughts that Texas might, or there are a lot of people talking yeah, about Texas, Texas leaving. Yeah, and they, they're they're just going to separate themselves from the U.S. and be their own country. They're probably pissed that they didn't do it years ago before a bunch of Californians moved over to uh, Texas. Well, and if you think about it, um, a lot of the other continents, like Africa, has a whole bunch of different. Uh, countries europe has co different countries north america we, does too we have two there's canada three. well i don't know where canada the split is i think some central american countries would fall into north america and some would fall into south america okay. i'm not sure what the split is but there are 13 <clears throat> but, i believe it's 13 countries splitting mexico from like the northern part of the large portion of South America. But 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 I guess where I'm getting at, like uh we took it or America took it as like no, we're we're still one country. Bro, it's manifest destiny. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> it's yeah. dude, our 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 like the mindset that people think that Americans have where we think that we're better than everyone started back with manifest destiny. Yeah. Our country was built on it. Like <laughs> straight up. Like we haven't changed a bit. No, no, we haven't. We haven't. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's funny when you think about that, like it was the mindset of those travelers from England to Plymouth rock. <laughs> Plymouth Rock did, oh I I thought of uh 
Plymouth Rock didn't land on us, or uh, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. That's a how high uh, quote. Oh, shit. Okay. But sorry, I kind of like took over that conversation, Devo, but those were just like... Just some you, like you crazy needed to, shit. You needed, you needed to rant. You need to get it out. I, I understand. I mean, I'm I'm uh, sitting in. Hopefully, a... our listeners are still listening in. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking this was a very informational session here, and people are probably like, "What the fuck? We spent money on that? Oh, I couldn't yeah, fix fix this freeway." I I, I, <laughs> I think you're right. And if you do have any thoughts or uh, uh, ideas or even uh, topic just comments, recommendations, Tom, uh, yeah, comment, uh, let us know. <laughs> yeah, you know we need to like put that in earlier because if we do lose someone in the in the whiskey talk, but I did do a or people reached out to me after or reached out to us, but it was a couple people that had my phone number um, and said that they do. Listen, they actually enjoy the whiskey talk more than like our whiskey review. They take into account what we say in the whiskey review, but the reason they listen is the rabbit holes that we get down. Oh, okay. So the <laughs> that makes whiskey, me feel better. <laughs> unless we unless we hear a major change in direction there, uh, we will continue the whiskey talk. And if you don't enjoy the whiskey talk, you can stop it like forty five minutes. <laughs> and we appreciate you listening to the first forty five minutes, but yeah, absolutely, uh, we aren't going to get rid of the second half yet. Unless it's it's unless we get like major change in that direction, but reach out to us. You can reach us at whiskeybizpodcast at gmail dot com or whiskeybizpodcast. Um, if you can't figure out that it's with a K because it's in the name, I'm not trying to make you feel stupid, but I mean, come on. So <laughs> you found us. This is <laughs> you're listening to the podcast. You can find our, our our like page of podcast in the podcast provider. You can see it's with a fucking K. <laughs> How many times are you going to be able to just, say that? Just <laughs> remove to... remove the blanks and you can find everything you want. <laughs> exactly. And whiskeybizpodcast.com if you want some merch. Right. Oh, and also Patreon. If you want to support us, uh, we have different tiers on there. And some perks are... Uh, if uh, you, extra if, content for ex- one. Definitely extra content. At least one additional episode a month where we review higher-end whiskeys or do more... like. Uh, hard to find bottles because some of them right. aren't necessarily higher end, but they're hard to find. Um, even though sweet wheat was hard to find, but the, uh, yeah, you definitely get more content and we also do a bi-monthly bi-monthly, right? Not die, yeah, bi-monthly, bi-monthly yeah, uh, meetup. So we, we just get together for like an hour or two and chat and shoot the shit, hear what you guys have to say. Uh, if you have been on one, you can choose to go on the next or not. It's up to you. But it's just a way for us to get in touch with you guys. And because uh, you guys are our producers, that's how yeah, uh, exactly. We, yep. Shout out to all you guys. You know who you are. Um, otherwise, Devo, you have any final thoughts? Thank you for listening, and as always, keep it neat, friends. Woo.